Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 95 of my daily audio logcast series. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited raw flow of thoughts and feelings that quite often takes us to insightful places. Other times, unfortunately, the rambling takes us nowhere, although there's always some good nuggets along the way. Ultimately, that's the risk of embracing the unknown with me here today. Ah, drugs. Drugs? What do you mean by drugs? All kinds of drugs, but specifically those that we know as narcotic, hardcore drugs, hallucinogenic drugs, um, psychedelic drugs. But then they also come in the form and shape of food, drinks, right? Alcohol is a drug, the most widely accepted drug on the planet. Food is a drug. Anything that alters your state of mind or emotional state of being, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, anything that alters your state of being, obviously there's more hardcore drugs and other ones that have more of a subtle um, effect, but ultimately all of them have an effect, whether it's positive, negative, we don't know, we can only judge that. But let's look at alcohol, for example, something that some people worldwide drink daily on a daily basis. My brother just left me and he's doing January uh, no alcohol. But he was telling me today how 2019, pretty much every day, whether it was one, two or 10, he would have a drink. You know, it would relax his mind, shut off, you know, the thinking processes that would keep him awake at night. You know, it's a way, a, way, uh, a substance that he would use to relax and get some good sleep, you know. But in the long run, what effect is that having on his on his mental health and his physical health? Um, growing up myself, I um, I had a lot of fear towards the heavy drugs, you know, like cocaine, LSD, um, heroin, but even just coke, um, even marijuana, which is something that I smoked quite a lot of. Although I smoked more hash because it felt safer, it was less strong. <laughs> Um, even alcohol, I, I drank a lot of alcohol as a, as a young youngster growing up, teenager, even up until a couple of years ago. But um, I always somehow maintained consciousness. Very, very, I can't even remember, maybe once or twice where I just can't remember. You know when people say they, they wake up the next day and they, and they, they can't remember what they did last night because they drank so much. That's never happened to me. And I don't know why. Maybe it has to do with control. Sorry about that, a couple of passing cars. Control. I think there's this big aspect of me that wants to control or be in control. And when you take you take certain substances, you can lose that control, right? That conscious control or that thought that you are in control, even though you're probably not in total control. But we think we are, we feel we are. But when we take too much of a drug, whether it's alcohol or coke or... I don't know, MDMA, I don't even know the names because I haven't taken any. This is something that blows my mind. It's the amount of influence, like all my friends of my teenage years, all the chefs that I've worked, I've worked in an industry where there's so much drugs, so many drugs, so much coke, so much to keep people going, you know. Even coffee's a drug. I used to do a lot of coffee in the kitchen to keep me going, you know. Anything that hacks your biology is a drug. Something else I was talking about with a friend today, biohacking, you know. Um, can be used in a bad or a positive way. You know, it's 
you could take back your health and be your own doctor as a biohacker using different therapies and techniques or you could fuck with your biology and genetically modify your genes or your cells through the CRISPR technology anyway let's keep on track drugs why am I talking about drugs today well I was invited I am invited and I'm going to a ceremony uh, San Pedro ceremony um, last weekend of this month and like I say I've never done any of the hard drugs I smoked a bit of marijuana I did mushrooms once and and that's about it I think I did rapé once as well which is like tobacco mixed with some other kind of natural herb or plant and obviously there's part of it there's part of me that um, says yes because it's a natural substance found in nature but then most things are later they're manipulated like coke and stuff like that but most of the drugs that we consume come from nature in some shape or form but anyway my body said yes of course there's there's these fears and doubts that come up around taking the drug losing control being changed forever but then doesn't everything changes forever every experience in smaller or bigger doses obviously um psychedelic therapy psychedelic ceremonies beverages substances can change us in big ways right but so can a trip to India or a trip to Asia. Just a few weeks of traveling and coming in, coming into touch with a different culture. Very extreme, extremely different culture to ours and ways of thinking. You know, there's so many things in our life that can trigger change. Some people go to ceremonies, psychedelic ceremonies, and don't experience any type of change. You know? That, that reminds me of Ram Das, how, because he was quite big on the LSD with Timothy Leary. And he decided to go to India and he gave some LSD to his guru and it did nothing to him. Why? I don't know exactly, but probably because he's used to that state of being, that state of mind, of no mind, you know, because of all the meditation. I realized this when I when I took mushrooms. Sorry for the noise, it's a bit windy. I hope it's hope the, the audio is okay. Um, I took when I took mushrooms, it was just a reminder of how I felt when I was meditating twice a day for two hours. Like one hour in the morning, one hour in the evening. So a lot of these drugs, natural psychedelic drugs, um, bring us back to that connection with everything, with our environment. It dissolves the mind. And this is where the fear, the fear comes in, the mental fear of, oh no, I'm gonna lose control. I'm losing control, of course you are, because the psychedelic substance is dissolving your mind. <laughs> the mental construct that you have of yourself and the world around you. It's like shit, everything's just becoming one. Isn't that scary? <laughs> There's no separation anymore. And of course, different drugs do this in different ways. But that's what I experienced on mushrooms. It's like you, you, your identity as a human construct dissolves and you, you just become present and you're like interacting, I don't know, without name tags, without judgment. You're just feeling. The, the, your, your senses are heightened. I could see the structure of the water and I was just feeling everything so intensely, Right? Our mind takes us away from this intense human experience. It's fucking fascinating, this experience. That's why people that are used to being so present and meditating a lot, these drugs don't have much of an effect on them. It, it does on other people. It can drive them fucking crazy and, of course, make them lose control and, of course, change them for life and scare them for life if you're not ready for it. Like, these are not things just to play with. Meditation 
the effects of meditation is subtle over time, similar to alcohol, although alcohol I wouldn't say is positive. The positive effects of, it does have positive, let's not say alcohol is all negative, we can talk about that another time, but the effects of meditation happen over time, so you have time to adapt as you meditate. Whereas these substance, substances like DMT, for example, which I think is one of the strongest psychedelics, which I've never tried, is like, it's like 10 years of meditation in 10 seconds. You know, and if you're not mentally prepared for that journey, it can fuck with you. Like, it can really traumatize you, you know? Everything can be good, everything can be bad, and this is Panda's perspective, right? It's like, are you ready? Are you feeling it? Does your body say yes? Or is the fear too much? Like, I have some fears popping up around the San Pedro cer ceremony, but I see it's more related to the fear around drugs when I was younger. I'm a lot more open, and it's also a person that I know. Like, do these things with people that you know in comfortable environments not with strangers not when you're feeling negative not when you're feeling i don't know if your body's rejecting and saying no no no, don't do this don't do this it might be for a reason so these are not recre recreational drugs they can be used and are be using they are being used like this but uh, i personally would recommend respect your fear but also embrace it yeah depending on how amplified that fear is because they can be life-changing and they have been life-changing for many people so i'm just excited i wanted to talk a little bit about drugs my upbringing my fear around drugs and losing control that's what it comes down to losing that control over your life over your what you perceive right it can be scary to lose control but that's one of the reasons in the intentions that i want to go into the ceremony for is because i i can see myself in my work in my passions in my in my projects in my life in general, I try and control too much, which not only drains you, but it, it stops the flow, it stops things just happening for themselves. You can only control so much, and if you try and control too much, you're getting in the way of life happening for you. You know, so one of my intentions for the ceremony is to like really dissolve and let go and delegate. Delegate and not control so much in my life. So yeah, I'll leave you with that. That's the conclusion for today. Hope it wasn't too windy for you. You could hear me okay. And you took away some value for you in your daily life. Uh, much love. I'll speak to you again tomorrow. Ciao for now.